0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fees, 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. CTMobile.com.
1: Welcome to Face Connecticut, an in depth look at today's issues.
0: Good morning and welcome to another edition of Face Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080, 96.5 TIC-FM and Light 100.5 WRCH. Aaron Kupek with you this Sunday morning and we are pleased to be joined by Randy Fiveash. He is the Director of the Connecticut Office of Tourism. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Aaron. How are you today? I am well and yourself?
1: Great. Absolutely perfect.
0: So Memorial Day weekend 2019, the unofficial kickoff to the summer season. What's it look like for Connecticut tourism this year?
1: Well, you know, spring has been good. We had a good, uh, we had a good fall. We had a good winter, and uh, and spring looks good. And summer coming up is uh, is going to be excellent.
0: You are just out with a new report on the impact of the tourism industry on Connecticut's economy. You do this every two years. What
1: does it show? We do. We do the tourism economic impact study every uh, every two years, and. And it is uh, it. It really looks good. Uh, we did it for uh, we do it every as I say every two years. This is for the year two thousand seventeen, and uh, and it comes comes out. Uh, it came out just a, a, a just a couple of weeks ago, and tourism showed that it was a. The study showed that tourism is fifteen point five billion dollar a year industry in Connecticut, huge industry, two point two billion dollars in tax revenue. Uh, including in, in that is $960 million of that uh, tax revenues and state and local taxes. Uh, so really what that means is, is that it puts money back into the state's checkbook, uh, as I tell legislators and others that, that, uh, that, that deal with the state uh, budget. And, and it supports over 84,000 uh, direct jobs here in Connecticut. And if you conclude... If you all those that are indirectly employed uh, that service the uh, the the direct direct uh, companies that are that are involved in the tourism business, it's over 123,000 total jobs. So it's a huge business in Connecticut.
0: So you think about things like hotels and tourist attractions, like the seaport and the aquarium. Right. What other areas does that cover?
1: Well, you know it covers uh, it covers uh, the all the attractions, as you mentioned, the hotels it covers. Uh, it also covers the um, you know the companies uh, that are that are that you might not think about that would be covered under there. It covers uh, indirect, indirectly. it covers those companies that might service a hotel. Uh, let's let's say, for example, the companies that service hotels that that bring the the linens into. Uh, the hotel, or the food service companies that bring companies uh, brings uh, food to the hotels or to the restaurants, and it covers the restaurants in the in the uh, in the state as well. So all of those kind of companies like that that would uh, that that service the the business. When you talk about economic
0: development, there is often the notion of the multiplier effect. For every dollar spent, it creates. X dollars in economic activity. What is the multiplier effect for tourism in Connecticut?
1: Well, it's interesting because we, as a, as an office of tourism, we, we, we generally stay away from uh, the the a, a multiplier of effect because it's so it's so different for different kinds of business. But there has been a a multiplier effect that's been used uh, when talking to the legislature this year as a three to one uh, as, uh, for every dollar that's spent, uh, overall, there's a three to one. And that's a, that's a pretty good conservative, uh, uh, it's probably a little more than that if you really think about it, but conservatively, it's probably a a three to one or so. It's a good, good return on investment. At the state Capitol, the
0: legislative session continues. It wraps up next month. Is there anything on your radar in terms of tourism? Things to help, things that you are fighting against that might hurt.
1: Well, the uh, there's always uh, the discussion about funding. Obviously, uh, the we are we are we're pleased that the administration uh, has has kept the the funding uh, at, at least at a level of funding from from uh, appropriate uh, from last year appropriations from last year. Uh, we have, as you will remember, Aaron, in past year, in, in, in a number of years ago, uh, that was not the case. We we were at a, a, a back in uh, 2010, 11, uh, we were funded uh, at zero or a dollar a year. So we've come a long way from then. So we're we're happy that we are. Uh, at, um, at 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 uh, the funding that we were last year, there is some uh, there are there's a couple of bills that would get us funding um, uh, additional funding. So we'll see how those how those uh, funding uh, bills go. So we're we'll always watch those kind of things. When it comes to tourism marketing, there's been a, a
0: change recently, and you're launching your, your summer campaign. What does that entail?
1: Well, the summer campaign. Um, is is a, interesting because because of the of the lack of additional dollars um, for the last couple of years, uh, we've launched uh, 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 so pretty sophisticated digital campaigns, uh, and they're very effective, extremely extremely effective, and uh, we have um, we have been able to track those with a with a pretty highly advanced uh, GPS uh, analytic ana- analytics tool that monitors uh, whether those that have viewed our advertising actually visited Connecticut, which is pretty pretty cool kind of uh, analytics uh, research tool. Everything that we do, marketing wise, as you you and I've talked about before, but everything that we do, uh, marketing wise, we don't do it unless it's research based. And this is a actually something that's very new. It's re- as I mentioned, is GPS driven analytics. Uh, based tool and it's called Arrivalist. And, and what it does is those that are exposed uh, to our digital advertising, we can tell whether they visited, actually visited or not. And what that has told us is that those that are exposed to our digital marketing uh, in New York City, for example, a key market area, actually visited Connecticut six times more than those who didn't see our, our digital uh, marketing. And they actually stayed in Connecticut three times five 3.5 times longer than those that, who weren't exposed. So <clears throat> we not only know that market that the marketing is is, is well received uh, but that it actually is working and, and showing, uh, positive results. So our statewide tourism marketing is working and we've been efficient and effective in that. Now, um, as far as this coming year, or this coming uh, s- uh, summer marketing, uh, it, we've got some ad- additional kinds of um, marketing campaign, this very sophisticated mix of, of marketing tactics, too. Something that's very cool, too, and you, some of uh, the listeners may have seen this around around the area. We've got them around the state. They're weather-responsive digital billboards, and they're on, on I-84, I-95, and they're featuring uh, 24 different uh, t- uh, tourism destinations and experiences across the state. And what they do is uh, if it's uh, – if, if we know that it's going to – if it's the, um, uh, the billboards or the company, uh, if they know that it's going to rain coming up for the weekend, uh, then those billboards will change to indoor activities uh, will show up on those billboards. If we know there's going to be a sunny weekend come up, then the billboards will change to sunny activities, things you can do outside for the uh, – outdoors for the weekend. So they're weather-responsive. So it's um, it's kind of uh, uh, it, it's weather responsive and it's very it's a very cool new kind of digital billboard. We'll also be doing dynamic uh, digital video advertisements that are tailored to the individual individual viewer. So we know again the kinds of of of, uh, of sophisticated mix of things we're doing are, are extremely advanced now. Content seeding we're doing promotional social uh, video. Uh, that we're doing now in public relations, obviously, is a mainstay that we're doing, and then email marketing, obviously. So we're doing a, a really sophisticated mix of marketing. What are your primary markets? I know you mentioned New York City. Where do you hope to lure visitors from? Well, New York City and Boston are our, our primary, continue to be our primary markets. Uh, we go into into Philadelphia, uh, into the Springfield, uh, Massachusetts market, market up in the Rhode Island market. Uh, so all of those markets are really continuing to be our, our mainstays. Uh, as I as I mentioned with the billboards and with some of the other um, digital marketing, some of the other kinds of things, uh, we've we've got a, a mix of 75-25, uh, 75 being out of state, 25 percent of our marketing being in state. So we realize that, uh, in particular for the summer market, for the spring summer market. Uh, that uh, the, the state market is a really, really good market for us, and a, and a positive market for us. We want to make sure that the in-state market, that the, that the, that the visitors and the people, and the residents of, of Connecticut, stay in Connecticut, and because there's so much to see and do, and and have the opportunity to experience here in uh, in Connecticut, and so we have have, uh, have determined that that's a good place to spend uh, advertising and promotional and revenue and and uh um, a pr dollar and revenue here
0: have you found that in some cases people who who live here aren't taking advantage of all the the cultural attractions the state offers i mean i've talked to people who might live a few blocks from the mark twain house and have never been
1: well you know it it is it's uh it's it's amazing because uh we um we, we have a uh uh we we do a lot of as I mentioned earlier we do a lot of research and and so it's um, it's amazing that we run across the same kinds of things we find people that uh, that live right here in Connecticut that really don't know what's in their own own backyard and so we have uh, uh, we've developed a, a campaign uh, that's called uh, uh, that that is that's called um, uh, so close uh, that's, that is um, uh, that that is, really is a a, a a major difference from what we've been doing before, and it and it talks about things that are so close, so near, so close, and and it uh, it is really telling that everything that is that is um, uh, that is uh, uh, in Connecticut is right down right down the road from you, and so it is a it's a really a major uh, major. Selling point, uh, so much so close is what the campaign is called, and it really speaks to Connecticut's dynamic blend of activities and experiences. That's also in close proximity to what's what's uh, what's in your own backyard, so to speak. You are listening to Face Connecticut. We are talking to Randy
0: Fiveash. He is the director of the Connecticut Office of Tourism. After seven years, the still-revolutionary slogan is being phased out by the state. What is behind that decision?
1: Well, that's an interesting question because there's been a lot of talk about that. And, um, and after, uh, after carefully reviewing and considering the feedback from the industry, uh, we really felt like that it was, uh, it was best to really just focus on what was really important, and that was our messaging, our marketing strategy um and and we have to kind of back up here a little bit uh as it relates to taglines and and realize that uh that still revolutionary is it really a a small component of of what the state's overall uh brand is it 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 um it was just distracting, really, the whole conversation of what was happening was distracting from the two data-driven facts, and that was that, that the, the tourism marketing was, is working, as we mentioned, talked about a little bit ago, uh, and that tourism is a proven generator of business, It''s a tourism business and business within the state, and we talked about that earlier with the economic impact study. So, um, But we are working closely with the administration, and uh, we got some ideas. On that, where the um, administration has a has a terrific idea of working with uh, some of the universities and and uh, dealing with um, the millennials and working with and f- uh, trying to determine uh, how best to generate business within the millennial uh, population, and so what better place to go than some of the universities and trying to determine how. To, our best to to get into that market or continue into that market. So we're looking forward to that as well. But yeah, it's uh, it's being dropped uh, from from the uh, from the brand, and um, and we'll move forward with that. But but again, we're we're uh, we're concentrating on what's working.
0: What sort of feedback did you get from some of the folks in the tourism industry regarding that slogan?
1: Well, it was mixed. You know, some some people liked it, some people didn't. Uh, So it was. uh, It's the thing about thing about taglines and things about thing about brands and uh, is that uh, if you if you look really at um, uh, at at what brands are about or what taglines are about, it's very difficult to please everybody. You know, and you it's hardly ever. And so, uh, a lot of states around the country and a lot of destinations around the country, quite frankly, don't even have taglines as a part of their brand. And um, because we had a, uh, for example, we had a, a, a terrific um, uh, guest, uh, our keynote speaker at our at our tourism conference that just happened in early May, and uh, and he, one of his specialties is destination branding, and uh, and. One of the things that he brought up, one of the things he statements he made was and asked the audience was, when was the last time that you went to a destination or you visited a destination because of the tagline? And nobody raised their hand or hardly a few people raised their hand. I mean, when was the last time you went to a place like Disney or any place because of the tagline? You went there for the experience. And that's why you come to and visit Connecticut is for the experiences that you have in Connecticut, and so that's what that's what it all is all about, and so uh, that's what it amounts to, and so that's the reason we focus on the experiences and the marketing that's uh, that's happening here in Connecticut. Going back to the the marketing and the the funding
0: issue, I'm guessing you've had to become more nimble and maybe a little more creative given your funding challenges i mean i don't think i can turn on the tv without seeing an ad for like
1: virginia beach right but tv isn't the be-all and end-all is it no it's not you know and that's that's why we've been able to to really do the kinds of things we've been able to do with uh with with uh digital marketing and the and billboards as we've seen with the uh, with weather-responsive billboards and the kinds of things that we've been able to do, we've been able to be very efficient, effective with the dollars that we have, um, and that's the important thing. That's our mantra: is efficiency and effectiveness. And and when we've been able to do that, um, we we've, we've been successful, and and we've been able to do the kinds of things that have resulted in. Um, uh, in in the, the dollars going uh, as they have been and showing up in the in the economic impact study that we've had, and and the the, the important thing I think is that um, is that wh- whatever dollars that we have, and fortunately again, the uh, the administration has. Um, uh, ha, has kept us at a, at a, at a good, at a good level. Is it enough? No. I mean, this never, you know, we, we need more dollar to be able to get into, into the, uh, into TV and do the kinds of things that we need to do, uh, in the TV market. Uh, but, but we've been able to be successful, uh, a, as it is. I, I will say one thing about the, um, uh, that you mentioned you see TV and, in, in from various States and such in, um, uh, here in Connecticut, we look at the markets that we're in, um, and we're only able to, at this point, reach 10% of the market that we're able to, that we're, where our major markets are. And the reason is, is because the major markets being Boston and New York. They're expensive. They're expensive. New York is the number one most expensive advertising market in the country boston which is our number two market that we go into is the number nine market in the country expense wise so so it's a very expensive market now people those states or cities or whatever it may be come into connecticut and it's a lot less expensive to advertise here so they can do it and they can do it a lot less expensive than we can go into those two big markets
0: you know there have been various proposals in the legislature to reopen the highway rest areas, which right. are closed at three thirty in the afternoon. Is that important to tourism, or is that more trivial?
1: No, it's important, and there is there are there are a couple of bills this session that are very good bills um, that will reopen the the welcome centers, and we support that. Um, <clears throat> there um, they are important, and the, here's the reason why. The this, the the rest areas are are really the are really a front door to the to the um, uh, to the state, and they're not they're not just a um, uh, a place where uh, where truckers can stop, and that's very important. A rest area, a rest place for for that important part of, of the traffic that comes through uh, Connecticut, the re- the truckers and and those type of folks. The regular, the people that just want to come through and, and take a break and from a safety standpoint is extremely, extremely important. And that's what uh, the transportation department, one of the th- uh, key areas the transportation department is concerned about is safety. And we all should be, should be uh, concerned about safety and, and the safety on the highways and getting those people off the road, take a little break, go to the restroom, that uh, uh, take a little, take a little time off. The other part, though, that's from our standpoint, from a visitor standpoint, is that people can come in, they can get information, and we have proven that when people can come in and get information from us at a visitor center, that they will stay longer because we can, we can guide them to say, I've got a couple of extra hours, I've got an extra day, I've got an extra half day whatever it may be, and we can say to them, here's something else you should do, so that it will extend their stay. The other thing is so many people will come to Connecticut for the very first time, and they may see Connecticut as a visitor and may come back here to live, to open a business, to do some other kinds of things that they maybe never would have thought about doing because they have first come to a welcome center, and that's been proven as well. So they're very important as that front door to the state. And that's been proven not only in Connecticut, but other, other states as well. So
0: coming up next month, not too far away, it is Open House Day, Saturday, June 8th. Tell us about that.
1: Open House Day is a terrific, terrific day. It's, um, I wish I could take credit for it, but I can't. It was started before I became uh, Director of Tourism here. And it is a terrific day for the citizens of res- and residents of Connecticut to do what we talked about earlier in the show, and that is to go out and visit the things and the the, uh, the attractions and uh, other businesses, tourism businesses within Connecticut that they may or may not have ever visited before and find out what's in their own backyard. Uh, we've got over 160, 175 or so uh, tourism attractions and businesses and um, uh, that are open to... Um, Uh, that day they're giving some of them are open free some of them reduced some of them are giving away uh, small gifts a lot of different things and people can go in that day and uh, and visit and enjoy what's uh, what what there is all about connecticut with
0: that in mind if you have some spare time on a weekend or something and are looking for something to do where can you go to to find out what to do
1: that's a great that's a great question want to make sure everybody knows that ctvisit.com is our state website state official state website ctvisit.com even if you say
0: well i have 2 days to, to spend they have some sample itineraries
1: there right there are sample itineraries there's uh, there're over 4000 uh, businesses attractions uh, restaurants uh, hotels all of all the partners we call them partners uh on uh, on ctvisit.com there're over 4000 on uh, on ctvisit.com that you can go in there's sample itineraries uh, you can search by uh, region of the state you can search by venue you can search by interest area you can search by pretty much whatever you want to search by so uh, it's a very interactive site so it's very easy to navigate um, and uh, but it's it's a great uh, it's a great uh, website ctvisit.com what sort of traffic do you get there there, last year was over five million. In fact, about five and a half million visitors a year came to last year came to came to ctvisit.com. He is Randy Fivash, Director of the Connecticut Office of Tourism. Thanks
0: so much for joining us this you morning. Bet. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Face Connecticut. I'm Aaron Kupek. Enjoy the balance of your holiday weekend.
1: Face Connecticut is a production of the News and Public Affairs Department of WTIC Radio.